What's up, everybody? I'm James, and welcome to It's a Kickback. Um, I am going to be shooting the next couple episodes by myself or with a special guest. Um, Marcellus will be joining us again in 2022. Uh, it's so crazy that I'm saying that right now. We're in November of 2021. That's so wild. Time is a whatever we call it. Time is it's something else. The now is always something else, and it's always moving. Um, so... As you know, I have to set the vibe and you know how we get down. And it's coming from our sponsor. It's the Whittle Things. Be sure to like her Facebook page. It's the Whittle Things and follow her on Instagram at It's the Whittle Things. To set the vibe today, it's going to be starve your distractions, feed your focus. Let me tell you guys why I chose that one. Because we've been working over here. You know what I'm saying? Working. Um, personally, I work two jobs. I'm a dad. I'm in school full time. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you can't get distracted in this world, you know. You can't. Uh, I had everything I needed growing up, but not everything I wanted. I want to have everything I want in life. I want my daughter to have everything she needs and everything she wants. And you can only get that life if you risk it. And so you have to stay focused. You have to stay on your goals, you know, and starve your distractions, whatever those may be. Um, but yeah, that's 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 why I chose that one. And I, I really like that um, because oftentimes we're easily distracted by little things. You know what I'm saying? Like very minimal things and it, it could ruin our day. We have a bad day. We let one moment make our days into a bad day. Why? You know, this is just something to think about why. But with that said, this episode, I'm airing it out. This has been a crazy year for me, music, um, for independents and locals. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's been crazy. Uh, you know, we booked Jaron Benton earlier this year and that, you know, that our foot was stuck in the door. You know, he, we got a little crack and I just put my foot in there and it just held that mug open. And ever since that, we've just been working and it's going really well. Um, so recently, we just wrapped up our Vibe Check tour, our Davies concert, our Chris Webby, Dizzy Wright, and Echo Show, um, and Spookfest with Big Baby Scumbag. Six weeks. It's five weeks. All that's, let's remember, two jobs, a dad, full-time student. I'm fucking tired. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, but I'm excited, you know, this is what I, this is what I want, and I got what I needed from all of this, you know, and before I get into the Vibe Check Showcase Tour, I want to shout out the homie Jalen from No Rivals, he's doing his thing right now, he's from Indiana, you know, he's the reason me and Joel got invited to Florida, um, and he's the reason we, I found the talent I did, um, so, he shared our post with some of the artists he knew, and this artist Kamari came out for the Vibe Check tour. He paid, He was on all stops, um, and he just killed it. He he killed it. I was. He impressed everybody. He impressed everybody, you know. And even the the Quincy artists that came, which I really, 
I'll get into that. I'll get into that. But yeah, so the Vibe Check to Showcase Tour. Now I want to break down the difference between a showcase and a festival because the artists did pay to get on the showcases and the price was a little extensive because these are new areas for me. I had to pay for sound. I had to pay for travel. I had to pay um, for the venue. Um, I had to do the marketing and all that other stuff. So there was a lot of expenses. So I, I did need a guarantee because it's the showcase and I gave a cash prize and second place well, received Facebook ad campaigns and a consultation from Casper Consulting. Um, so whether they use that or take advantage of that, it's up to them. You know, you can only tell so many tell people so many times that they have something before it's just like, okay, this is expired. Um, but anyway, so we did the vibe check tour. We stopped in Sterling, Illinois. We stopped in Peoria, and then we were gonna stop in Mendota, but that got canceled. So let's start with Sterling. Sterling's venue, immaculate. It's beautiful. Sterling is just in the middle of nowhere. Um, the night we were there, they had homecoming. So, and then there was two weddings. They had two weddings. That's it. That's the whole town. Everybody's busy. Two weddings and homecoming. That's a wrap. So, as a promoter, I ate it big time. I found a fire venue. That's where I was introduced to Kamari. That's where the Quincy artists really showed me if they could perform out of town, you know, if they if they had the business aspect for me to invite them or to speak on their name. Because if you don't know, I put a lot of you guys' names um, in conversations to get you guys opportunities. A lot of you, like almost every single one of you. I'm, I've always looked out for you guys. You got it's just never always been reciprocated, but it is what it is. That's anyway. So Sterling, it wasn't a bust. It could have been better. And I can't wait to make it better because I know I can. Anyway, moving on. Next, we went to Peoria. We are at the hot box. Fire, fire. The, like uh, promotion, promotion side, decent. You know what I'm saying? Kamari, Kamari won the Sterling one. Kamari won the Peoria one. Uh, like the dude is sick. I, I wish you guys would have came out to Spookfest and seen it for your fucking selves. Anyway. We're in Peoria. It's fire. We're at this place called the Hot Box. Shout out to the homie for letting us use his venue um, for the low. Um, I apologize for causing you trouble with the property owner. You know, I wasn't aware um, of the rules we had to enforce. If he was selling weed upstairs, it's a, it's a smoke shop. He was selling weed upstairs, you know, people are going to smoke it. It's either going to be in the parking lot. If it's downstairs, we could... We, Snipping in the butt, you know, when you told me it was a problem, we tried to do it. So I do apologize um, sincerely. I did not mean to cause problems for you. Uh, and neither did anyone on my team. The second you told us is we kept our eye out for it. But with that said, Peoria was fire. Like I said, Kamari took home the cash prize for that. And it's just so much. It was so much talent. It was so much talent. TL came in that bitch, shut that bitch down. He brought his people. It was nuts. It was nuts. And it was like. Sterling was an actual concert venue. You know what I'm saying? It's huge. There's a stage, there's lights, uh, official sound, even though we've had some difficulties. The hot box was like small, real underground. You know, it was crazy. Ray-Bans brought her people. Like, it was just a great turnout. And, you know, shout out to the artists for coming, you know. And I'm, I'm going to speak on the artists that I saw at the end of the – vibe check recap um but peoria solid 
solid. Um, the last stop would have been Mendota. Now, a lot of people were wondering, why did I cancel Mendota? Why did I do this? Um, I Like Peoria, I partnered with someone. And Peoria, I partnered with Shy Songwriter, if you guys don't know. Um, Peoria is one of the areas where he is well known for his music. So I partnered with him to get people through the door. Um, I also partnered with someone from Mendota to get people through the door. Although it didn't work like that. It didn't work as well as Peoria did. Um, there ended up being another event the same night our event would have been. And it was just, are people going to come to our show? We're the strangers new to the area. Are they going to go to that show? They're not going to pay for both because they don't, you know, they're going to, they know people on the other one. They're not, they don't know people on ours. So it was just a financial decision. You know, I refunded Cody Flynn or Mr. Flynn. He got his money back and I still gave the other artists their third show. Um, but yeah, so uh, as I continue on, I would have liked to stop there, but you know, things happen. Um, there's still a lot, there's still respect to that promoter over there um, in Mendota. I really didn't realize how close it was to Sterling and Peoria. So, um, but that, what came from this, as I wrap up the vibe check uh, recap, a lot came from this. I saw a fire artist, I keep saying his name, Kamari, dope. He blew us out of the water in Sterling. There wasn't nobody there, but he blew the people there out of the water. Everybody was talking about him. The performing artist, like, yeah, he's dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, as my brand gets bigger I and my email list grows, I expect more people to be going to events. I know people will go to events. I'll, I'll, put, I'll say that with confidence. I know people will go to events. Um, in Peoria, Ray Bands, that was her first show. And she let it be known that I was probably the that that was also my first show where I had a female act. Um, and that did get me thinking like, why is that? But also I the the females that I have met that are in the music are singing They're They can't be on a stage. Um, you know, they're just fearful of that. And I'm not, I'm not there to force nobody to do nothing they don't want to do, but she got out there, she did her thing. Um, she brought out hella people. Um, she got paid out. So shout out to Ray Bands for coming through. Shout out to TL. He brought his people. They had that motherfucker jumping. Um, it's, we're in Peoria, Shy Songwriter. He was a guest performer at All Stops. Come on, we know how Shy Songwriter get down. He killed that shit. Uh, let's see. Um, man, Peoria was so dope. And then we we had, you know, the we had the Quincy artist, you know, we had GP Got It. Now, GP's performance leveled up. I wasn't impressed in Sterling, and then he bounced back in Peoria. Went stupid. Went stupid. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if he left a band from Peoria because he went stupid. He probably should have hung out a little more, but he went stupid. Uh, AB Rant had a couple hiccups. Leo Tree did his thing. He's been premiering his new single. I can tell that drops November 9th. Make sure you guys pre-save that. Um, probably going to throw it in the bio because that's my artist, and I need y'all to support it. I don't know. Just saying. Uh uh let's see who else performed tl kamari ab leo tree oao monsi and laguna dope as fuck this is a spanish duo i hope i hope um or hispanic i hope that's the right terminology i apologize if not um in my ignorance um 
killed it. They had songs where they were speaking Spanish at the middle of the verse. That shit was, hey, I ain't going to hold y'all. I'm not going to hold y'all. The way the fog was hitting on some of those verses, like, I really wish I had a team that, like, would have filmed it. That way I had a recap to show you guys what I'm talking about. Like, I want, I hope I can bring those guys to somewhere closer to you to see them because they were dope. The music was dope. Like, I still have the Vibe Check playlist up if you guys want to go check them out. Like, they was fire. I appreciate those guys coming out. They made the trip from Indiana like Kamari. Like, these are these were out of state. Oh, or they were from Ohio, moved to Indiana. Out of state guys that came and they you know they gave us a show so shout out to them but yeah they dope i, I fucked with their whole swagger that shit that shit was hard uh that shit was hard it's just so i saw a lot of dope acts the venues were fire we'll probably never be welcome back to the hot box um hopefully he forgives us unless let's go to his new venue but you know we'll see sorry about the weed smoke sterling was fire i know i could pack that out it just going to take getting used to the environment because there's not much out there. When I originally booked it, I thought it was in the suburbs of Chicago. I was wrong. Um, so that's, that's where you got to stop getting distracted. Starve your distractions. <laughs> Feed your focus. He failed me. And then Mendota, um, that was just a weird situation, honestly. So going forward, you know, uh i've been working with artists i say partnered because they don't pay me shit um so really it's just me giving them opportunities when i see them and working and helping guide them until they sign a contract but at the same time i'm still learning as a lot of you know i was with uh, working with conrad pax um we haven't talked in a while he just won't return my text um but pretty much i dropped a lot of money on his apparel before he stopped wanting to make music and that set me back because that's when I was going to start seeing some income. Um, so like, I like own his website and shit, <laughs> uh, that never got done. I paid someone to do it and I just never, it's just sitting there now. I just like, don't worry about it. I lost my deposit on that too. Um, so anyway, back to the positives. I've been managing artists, Conrad Pax, Joel Stevenson. I'm, I manage Leo Tree as well. And then I partner with Shy Songwriter to help him out with booking. But I've already told you guys, two jobs, school full-time. Um, I'm a dad, personal life. I'm fucking tired. So uh, I do do a lot. But in the first year with the, the World Open, you know, we did. I've had the shows from Jaren Benton to the showcase toward um joe from traveling to florida with joel stevenson too and just doing that as well uh it's been kind of crazy how far i've come and this 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 is me tuning my own horn because i've worked my ass off i've worked really hard to not only be hospitable to people to guests when they come to quince illinois i don't treat the artists like i don't treat the opening acts like nobody's everybody's respected everybody gets my time when they ask me questions i do my best to answer thoroughly you know, I don't shrug them off. Oh, I didn't sell any tickets. I don't, I don't do that to them. You know, we're all human beings. Um, and that, I think that's one thing that sets me apart. We recently, um, back to the management tip. So not only have Joel Stevenson performed in Florida and Alabama and Quincy, he's open for Dave East and his first year of music. Now, I, I do kind of want to call it luck because it, it took someone taking a, a risk on me 
and my word and what I've done as far as music. You know, they took a risk on me. That's the worst performance that I've ever seen Joel do. I was I was blue. You know, that's my dog. We got we just got some more work to do. That's all that is. That's my dog. And we're going to keep fucking working because you already know how I get down. I'm fucking tired, but that don't mean I stop. <laughs> uh, so um, so shout out to the connect for that. I appreciate that. Taking the chance on us. I promise we're never we're never letting that we're never letting shit like that happen again. Never. Um, but in his first year of music, he can say he open for Davies. He can say he's performed out of state. Um, multiple times and it says I'm proud of myself as a manager to be able to get those opportunities to him because that's that's what I worked for you know while while I was trying to learn the advertising side and the marketing side while we were shut down and also networking how I can via email with venues and stuff like that to get Conrad in the door you know once me and him stopped working together I had all those tools to help Joel and we've kind of just been rocking since like and I, I can confidently say he has fans. He has he has people that will buy his merch that aren't family or friends. You know, he has people that I can't wait for your next drop. He has that. So as a manager, I am super proud of myself. And that is my pat on the back because I work my ass off for these guys. Um, but, yeah, we open for Davies, you know, and I'm not talking bad about no promoters. I just think I'm more hospitable when it comes to treating people um, despite – how much money they make me um but you know joel could have done better but i ain't gonna lie to y'all davies is one of my favorite artists so for me to get my artist on the bill with him in my first year in the open world as a manager dude that is just i'm gonna keep going back to it because i'm so proud of myself and i don't say that enough i don't i'm so proud of myself for that um but moving forward the the guy um the guy who helped us get Dave, the, the slot for Davies also helped us get a slot for Chris Webby. Now, Shy Songwriter did most of this, but as you got, as a reminder, you know, I am partnered with him to help him with bookings and stuff like that outside of my own promotional stuff and what I do as far as the website. Um, but we went up there. I had to connect to Dizzy's team, and that went really well. Shy I I want to I want to speak on Shy Songwriter. You guys have seen him all over my platform because he's someone I've known for a very long time. He's someone that I used to you know go to parties with in college. Now he's someone I work with um, closely. Me and him talk a lot as far as day to day stuff and just how we can get better and work on our crafts and just teaching each other things. So I respect him. I appreciate him. Um, but he went up there and shut shit down. They made him go first. And that's crazy. That's crazy. Because if you've seen him perform, you'd be like, he didn't go first. There's no way he went first. Um, and I want I want to know, I wanted to tell you guys how big of a, how much that didn't fucking matter. So we, we went on, um, doors were at 6.30, Shy performed at 7, right? 7 o'clock. Isn't that wild? Like, can you, like, if you've seen him live, can you even believe he went that early on the show? He went first. Asworth Samuels, the DJ, of course, he's still getting the DJ shit down. He killed it. Their chemistry, if you've ever seen them perform together, their chemistry is just immaculate. So he shuts it down. You know, we stay for the whole show because, you know, it's fun to perform, but this is a real opportunity. This is business. Now we're on the business side of things. You know, you kill it, you make fans. Throughout the night, people are, hey, your set was dope. Your set was dope. 
we're waiting at the end of the show. It's 1230. People are leaving. You know, artists are wrapping up their merch. Um, Chris Webby, Dizzy, Echo, they're packing up their shit. You know, they got to be in St. Louis the next day. Well, I'm waiting to talk to a connect I have um, just to finally put a face to the name, stuff like that. It's 1230 a.m. He went out. He performed at seven for 15 minutes, seven to seven fifteen. He performed. It is 1230 a.m. He is still having people come up to him. Yo, your set was dope. Yo, will you sign this? So I just. It don't fucking matter where we're at on the bill because we got they gonna remember the name. You feel me? So that, that's how I feel. He's been doing this a lot longer then Joel, this is Joel's first year. Shy Songwriter has been doing this for got like eight. You know what I'm saying? And he does so many more things that puts him in the public that makes him um, approachable and things like that. But imagine performing 15 minutes at seven o'clock and then at 1230 at night after the headline, you've seen every headliner. It's Echo, Dizzy Wright and Chris Webby. You're there to see Dizzy Wright. You're there to see Chris Webby. You're there to see Echo. Imagine people coming up to you saying your set was dope. Will you sign this? saying what was that song called where you went like this and they repeat the lyrics five hours later come on man come on man come on man so it don't matter where we at if we on the bill we're gonna shut it down you know they gonna know the name so you know shout out to shot songwriter and again shout out to the connect for that because he took a chance he took a chance on us and i think i think we did our fucking thing you know what i'm saying yeah being Coming back for a long time, he's only been performing on shows that I booked or his manager booked. So that was our first time being on, um, as a team, being on a show where neither one of us were involved as far as the back end stuff. And it was just crazy because it's a small world because him to get that show without my input and not knowing that I have a connect on Dizzy's team. It just lined up, you know, so it was, it was nice to meet the connect. I can't wait to have him on this mug and just talk to you guys and put some more knowledge in your ears. Um, lastly, whew, I know I know Spookfest was before the Chris Webby show, but I have to talk about Spookfest. Thank you, guys. The first year was incredible. Yeah, we had a, a better turnout and it was um, we had a better turnout the first year we did. So I appreciate you guys. Second year, could have had a better turnout. We could have did more on the marketing sides. I work two jobs. I'm a dad. I'm fucking tired. I can't even remember the other two. I'm fucking tired. It's one o'clock. It's two o'clock in the morning right now. Um, but Spookfest. This year, we try to level it up. We bring in Big Baby Scumbag. Big Baby Scumbag, the day before Spookfest, performed at Rolling Loud in New York City. He's been in music for five years. He was out on the Rolling Loud stage. What did all the other, why did, what did all the artists on the bill do? This guy was in New York performing at Rolling Loud the day before. None of the opening acts tried to talk to him, tried to network, nothing. This is where the disappointment comes in because this is why I bring people to Quincy. You know, you guys were all on Montana's dick. Montana don't give a fuck about y'all. Montana's already hit that peak to where, Unless it's adding value to his career, 
he doesn't really feel like he owes you shit and he don't not saying that big baby's comeback owes you anything but he's still at the position in his career where him helping you out isn't a waste as is, isn't a complete waste of energy you know what i'm saying this dude got off the stage and rolling loud came to quincy illinois not a single fucking artist tried to talk to him and just see what he was about because they didn't know who he was He's somebody because they paid him to be a Rolling Loud. He didn't pay to get on that bitch. They paid him. Why would you guys not take advantage of that? So th- that's just another thing that I've done to help artists. Not, not me because I partnered with Asworth Samuels for that show. Um, so that's just a thing that I've contributed to to help artists in this area that they still didn't take advantage of. You guys have to start seeing opportunities in these events. We did the five check showcase and some of these guys, some of these guys, artists will work together. That was the goal to network. It's so much easier to break into a new market. If you're coming with someone from that market, it's so much easier. Would you rather listen to a recommendation from a friend or from a fucking stranger? A friend, you would rather listen to music from a friend that a friend recommends you. You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of blue with that. Um, among other things that went wrong, the lack of professionalism with artists. If you're not going to show up, say that. If you're going to show up late, say that. If you're not going to pay what you owe, don't fucking come. <laughs> like, straight, I, like, I just, I don't understand this how you guys feel like you're up here when we have people that are up there coming to town. You know, you guys want to act like you're too good to work with me or to be fair or stuff like this, but you wouldn't have this opportunity if it wasn't for me. And I still am very hospitable because there's an artist section where I paid for the pizza. I paid for the water. And I don't have to do that. And other promoters definitely don't fucking do that. I, I got proof. I got proof. We didn't sell a lot of tickets to Davies or Chris Webby. And Buddy was like, go first. That's what you do with it. But I took care of you. And that's, y'all kind of did me, kind of, y'all did me dirty. Y'all do me dirty. And that's why it's kind of a wrap for me on the Quincy shows. It's not really, I'm just taking a break because I got to finish school. Two jobs, I'm in school full-time, I'm a dad, I'm fucking tired. But with all the positives that came to that, there are definitely negatives. But I focused on the positives because a lot of good came from what I did. And a lot of good is going to come from the people who did right by me during this process. Kamari shot photos for these artists, and he didn't ask for money. He said if they feel like donating, they can donate. We had one person donate $5. But every single fucking artist posted the pictures he took. You think people want to work with you? Money talks, but money also leads to frauds in your circle. Straight like that. I've never done any of you guys wrong. I've always put you guys in positions to win. I put you guys in convers. I put your names in conversations that you don't even know about. Like it's so crazy how I look out for you guys, and that that's just why that I've taken the dis. I'm disconnecting to reconnect. 
So we're going to focus. We're gonna, I'm going to continue to do my thing as far as the music promotion and stuff like that. But I'm really only going to rock with the people that rock with me in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? If you want to learn the game, if you, if you want to start paying me for what I do for you, dope. We can work. But if you're not going to pay me, I'm no longer going to put your name in those conversations. I'm no, I'm no longer going to set up these events and be like, I'm hitting him up. I'm not going to do that anymore. Because you guys, frankly, don't deserve that of me anymore. You guys don't work as hard as I do. You don't. And then when you get an opportunity, you act too good for it. You know, so... And then when I try to share knowledge with you that I've learned, I sit in these clubhouse rooms, I sit in these, on these Twitter spaces to learn more. I pay for consultations to learn more, to share that knowledge with you guys. And if you guys don't want it, I'm not going to give it to you. Not, I'm not giving it to you for free no more. I'm not. I'm fucking tired. Because I did a lot. I did, I did a lot this past five, six weeks. I did a lot. And I'm I'm so grateful for the artists that took advantage of it because there's more of you that took advantage of it than there aren't. But I was highly disappointed for me to bring an artist who was at a level to where he wasn't bougie enough to ignore you guys and you guys didn't take advantage of that. My man literally got off a rolling loud stage the day before and no one wanted to chop it up with him. No one wanted to be, how, did, how, the, fuck, how the fuck did you get paid to do rolling loud? How did you do that? No one wanted to ask him. Y'all just wanted to do your set and to go and to look cool for people. No, fuck no. This shows our business meetings. You have to look at them like that. Shows are business meetings. Now, I, I could have done more marketing, get more people there. Instead of ordering you guys fucking pizza. <laughs> Instead of spending $60 on pizza, I could have spent $60 on marketing. I know, I know where I've messed up. And I've taken notes and I'm going to continue to work on that. But you guys need to acknowledge where you guys fall to. <sighs> anyway, I know that was a lot because we've been fucking, I've been fucking working. The vibe check, I would, I would call it a success. Davies, I would call it a success because we, Joel, it's his first year. He's performed in Florida, Alabama, Quincy. Now he's performing in the suburbs of Chicago, opening for Davies. Like, if he quit music tomorrow, he could be like, damn, I can't believe I really opened for that man, Dave East. Now, the performance ain't nothing to brag about, but he still did this shit. You know, he still got up on stage, did this shit. Could have been better. That's the only thing. Chris Webby, Dizzy Wright, Echo, that shit was insane. They People coming up to Shy Songwriter five hours later talking about, will you sign this? What's the name of this song? What's your Instagram? Can I follow you? Like, and then Spookfest. I thought I like Spookfest, and I do apologize because we didn't have the attendance. And then the, we did have people dress up, but they didn't want to participate in the Halloween costume contest. I don't know if that's because last year they had to, I brought them on stage and they didn't want to be on stage or what. Um, but yeah, so that they took a default prize of a free merchandise. It's a free hoodie. If if you've ever bought a hoodie, you know the motherfuckers are comfortable. Um, and our beanies are out right now. Cop one. Support me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thanks. And going forward, it'll be just me on the podcast for the remainder of the year. I'm going to try to get some guests and we're going to be talking about some different things. Um, not only music, uh, just honestly, it's going to be things I'm very curious about. You know, we started this podcast as it's a kickback and it, and for, 
for me and Celis, if you ever seen me and Celis at a party together, he usually gets fucked up and drags me somewhere and we get to talking about life. Like, and that's why we started this podcast to kind of just talk about things from our point of view. And so uh, what I'm going to do over these next couple of weeks is try to reach out to people and just get different aspects of life, whether it's real estate, whether it's music industry, whether it's the stock market, whether it's your financial literacy, I am going to do my best, excuse me, to provide more content for you guys. Um, So keep listening, keep tuning in. If you guys ever want to um, hear something, Shoot, check out our website too. Check out our website. You can send recommendations on what you want to hear. You can sign up for our emailing list. Like, and you can that way you don't miss an episode. You don't miss it, you don't miss um acknowledgement of an event or any of that. Definitely do that, actually. <laughs> but yeah, just check out our new website too. Like uh it just dropped. We did a soft launch last month, towards the end of the month. And now we're pretty full blown. We still gotta get our writers on there and writing articles more um periodically but it's all we're 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 getting started we're gonna stop it. we're gonna start it and this is all from quincy illinois you know what i'm saying we're a town of 45,000 45,000 to nationwide to worldwide baby that's how i see it but it's two in the morning right now as i finish recording this so i'm gonna call it a night <laughs> my name is james and thank you guys for kicking it with me on it's a kickback peace Jay, I want to be.